Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head into the lounge, we shut the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. It's your grievance, so it is a worthy grievance. And I want to thank you for listening to the Luxury Lounge podcast. I know, listen, it's the J-Train podcast, but... This is like a different take on what we do. Mondays, we give advice, we tell stories, we hash it out, we get a little depthy. Here on the Luxury Lounge, we let the complaints fly. And I want to thank you for getting involved with this podcast. I want to encourage you to keep sharing the word. If you're out there, I'm taking some time off from the road dates, but then I'm back. I'm hitting the road strong. I'm going to be in San Diego for New Year's, Houston, Dallas, Toronto, Vegas, Perrysburg, Ohio. I added Vancouver, Irvine, Indianapolis. I'm coming, Indy. Oklahoma City. Also, some European dates are coming. Very excited for today's guest. Good friend of the podcast. Good friend of mine. Hilarious comedian. He has a he has a special. A special that is out right now. You can watch it. You, you, yeah, you. You're sitting at home. You're, you have no happiness. You have no laughs. I, I'm giving you laughs right now. And he's got a special out right now. It's called Coronation. Justin Smith, thank you for coming back into the Luxury Lunch. How are you? Oh, dude, buddy. I'm so good, man. It's good to see you, man. It's been so long. I know. It's been too long. And to be, I, I have to be upfront with the audience. I, I, I'm in Boca. As If you're watching on YouTube and YouTube land, you can see me. Got my golf shirt on. I'm very Boca. Uh, YouTube.com slash Jared Freed. <laughs> Justin came from Nashville to right. New York and, he, you know, with the plan of doing podcast, your luxury complaint could just be about me because then I go, Justin, hey, man, I got to can we switch it up to Zoom? And you're like, I guess I could Zoom to you from New York. You know, yeah. I'm sorry to do this. <laughs> I No, 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 man. It's great. It's, it's just kind of funny. You're like, what's funny is, is I'm actually in the apartment of the guy that filmed your special. Right, right. So that's uh, where I'm pimp. broadcasting from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a weird all, green screen behind me. I mean, he's, he's got like a whole studio in here. It's crazy. It, it all connects. It's, uh, you know, we're like, uh, everyone's uh, Kevin Bacon, five, six degrees of Kevin Bacon in comedy. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Like, you're we're taping it. Right. So, listen, Coronation, it's on right. YouTube right now. The special's fantastic. If you've seen me on the road, Justin's open for me a couple times. Hilarious comic. Talka, where did you tape it? Why is it called Coronation? I want people, and listen, it's on YouTube right now. This is what people come on this show to sell their wares. And I want, and honestly, selling is, is too strong a word. It's there. It's waiting. You can watch it right now. You know, without subscription or anything, you go on YouTube. Right. It's waiting for you. So tell us about it, Justin. So uh, we taped it first of all at the Blue Room Comedy Club in Springfield, Missouri. Which uh, have you done the I, Blue Room yet? I have done the Blue Room, dude. It's is so it the it's old, so, old one or the new one? It's the new one. The new one is fantastic. I, I had a lot of love for the old one because anybody that didn't know the old one was in the back of this pool hall. And it looked like like uh, the old room looked like a like a hell gig. Mm. You're just like, oh, this is just the worst. And then you go back and it's like this magical small comedy room with low ceilings, and it was perfect. And then he got his own building, and this place is just as good. It's an old converted uh, church, and it's beautiful. It's it's so it's so much fun, and I've he's been blowing to, up. I've been to Springfield. I've done this club. I would say the one thing about it. Springfield, it's like it looks like a movie set town. Like it looks yeah. like it's a Disney. <laughs> it looks like you know, like the Magic Kingdom. None of the buildings are taller than like three stories, and right. it, it's like this. Like you know, it's very you know. I know Missouri is the Midwest. I mean, that's the heart of the Midwest. But like something about Missouri always, you know, gets me. A little weirded out. It's. It, 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 I think Missouri's more right. south than some of the south. Well, the, Missouri is a weird intersection because it's where it's kind of like there's a little bit of south in it. There's a little bit of Midwest. It has like identity issues. It's kind of like Oklahoma in that way. 
Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like you go to like Joplin and Joplin is a very rural. There's a lot of restaurants like it's a different Joplin is a, t- is a kind of town like how do you have two golden corrals and how are they both thriving? You understand? Like, I don't understand how that's a problem. But then you the go. The good one or the best one? Yeah. Which one do you want to go to? <laughs> and so and then there's uh, 45 minutes away. There's Springfield. Springfield is kind of like this oasis because it's like a college town. Yes. So the people there are very like, you know, there a lot of them are college graduates. They don't I don't say they don't have the courage, but they like they like the college environment, kind of like in Austin, you know, or, or like a place like that where it's like uh, this is in, in, the, in a kind of like a, a bowl of kind of craziness. Uh, this is like my my sanctuary. Well, and really. So- and then and, and I think the reason people stay there, too is the Ozarks are really close. So, like, right. you have, you know, you got to have your escape and where you do business and where you do play. And, like, it's got to be far enough away. Like, you know, New York City, the Hamptons. Like, you got to be able to get out and then right. be comfortable. You know, Massachusetts, you got Nantucket, the Cape. You got, you know, Martha's Vineyard. This is, it makes sense that someone would be like, I work in Springfield in the summers. I'm at the lake. Hit the Ozarks. Let's go to, you know, weird, weird town over in the, and then you hear about the Ozarks. It's like, you hear these huge golf courses and like, just like you, you hear about it. Like it's this, you know, I like, mean, it's like, like a le- it's legendary. I mean, like, dude, right. but there's so many, even like Branson just down the way is like right. my, my, my mom. It's so funny. My mom is at the age now where she started to go to Branson and she likes it now. And so I was like, "Oh no, this is a, what this is, is that? What do you mean? Like it's like it's like so." A- Brant- Branson is kind of where the uh, older people kind of start enjoying time. It's like it's like the my mom is starting to get a little older, where those uh, old doors are starting to unlock, where she starts enjoying those things. She's like, "You know what? I, th- I think I like eating a little earlier. I think I like doing these things." Or- and it's a it's in a lot of casinos and things like that. No, no, no. It's like, uh, it's like, it's like this weird town in Missouri where it's, it's everything is based off of old for older people. So it's like they have shows that are kind of nostalgic and very Americana right. and all. But like, it's like a thing where you're like, you know, you, I mean, you, it's you've been to Boca. Me, it, it's, it's the me it's the TV of, version of Boca. It's what it I, is. I, I, it's the me <laughs> TV of towns. I would assume. Right, right. A hundred percent. You got it. Right. You're going to get all the old shows that make you feel cozy in your heart. So coronation. Why right. is it called coronation? I, I it, all of this feels very like it feels like, Justin, you made a special that was like I, it's going to be Midwest and down home and OKC. And, you know, this I mean, all feels like it's connected. So my whole thing was I, I also like the idea of whenever I, I put a project out, I think of one word should be able to describe what you want to tell people and what it represents. And so a coronation is uh, a moment in time where a king or king or king or queen become or a, a prince or a princess becomes a king or queen. So okay. in in my mind it's the moment where destiny, something you were destined to be in reality meet. It's an intersection. Okay. And so uh, this special is all clean. I made the transition from being a uh, a dirty New York filthy comic, filthy. To, to I've always just, thought of you as disgusting. the filthiest. Yeah, <laughs> which I wasn't ever really that dirty, but right. it was. Uh, I I just made this transition because I I, I a lot of things personally uh, changed, uh, but I was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this transition, and so uh, I was. I, this this is kind of like my coming out party of of all these elements of my life, like the person that I was supposed to be, the performer I was supposed to be, like all these things. They all intersect right so, here. So there's no joke about a coronation. There is one. Okay. There is one, <laughs> I was but like, it was not. So it, it is. Ca- you're like, I have finally found my kingship. I no, like no, no. it. <laughs> so, but what's funny is when you because I put the name of the special on the set. I built a set. Mm. And if I didn't ever think about this, but this happened right during uh, Corona time when I mm. take this, like it was right. It was fresh after. And uh, I did not realize that when you put coronation, it looks like it has the word Corona in it. Right, right. It, and it, so it haunts I everything. I didn't even think about that. 
and I, I had this set built and it's beautiful. And I had this, uh, this beautiful, this guy made this uh, amazing set and I had a neon sign and I had it shipped from Australia. Like I had this, I had, I put a lot of work into this and then I finally had it all laid out. It was perfect. We're getting ready to set it up. And I had my girl on FaceTime and I showed her this. I'm like, I'm like, this is all my hard work. I, you know, I'm so excited. She's the first person I'm showing this to. And she literally goes, why does it say Corona Nation on it? And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so devastating. Corona Nation, as if you were I mean, like, come on down to Corona yeah. Nation. Yeah, this is something you're excited about. Well, it listen. Was, it, but it turned out great. We had a lot of hiccups in it. Like, it was kind of, it's kind of wild. Like, within the first five minutes of being on stage for the first show, which, you know, the first, I mean, you just take the special. The right. first show is is where you get it and uh i walked on stage i was on stage for maybe 45 seconds and the lights turn off come on yeah dude i'm telling you and then, so I'm, I'm imagine being in that moment where you're like all right i've got my whole set list i've got everything in my i'm ready to go i've prepared for this right and then and then the lights go out and uh i'm sitting there just in the dark just trying to get it you know just like all right what, what are you going to do when the lights come back on and all this stuff and but we put that in the special because we wanted it to feel like you put it we in. To, yeah, yeah, we put it in. We put all of it <laughs> yeah. in because we wanted people to know what it like. We didn't want to play any tricks. Like we also kind of filmed the special because we knew we were printing on YouTube. We knew it was yeah. going on the internet, so we filmed it. We were like, nobody's really made a special for the internet. Like people are trying to make big specials, right? And they're trying to make them like they're putting it for on a network. Mm -hmm. so why not why don't we make an internet special like why don't we take like you know like how you make clips you zoom in you zoom out you've got text you got kind of wild things it was like so why don't we just be wild with it right and so we that's how we filmed it and we shot it like that so it, what, what happened to the lights what it oh they i mean they eventually came on but it screwed us because the way the lighting that we agreed on like we planned it out beforehand they were just trying to turn them on and so in the middle the of light, it, so the, wait a minute, you're, you're on stage, 45 on stage. seconds, someone goes, me. let me just hit some buttons? I think they were trying to, to turn something else off. I mean, I would be irate. I'd be like, just don't touch anything. Like, yeah. why, why are you touching? Like, I, I, I mean, this is, this, I'm in Boca right now. When I come to Boca, my mom, I'll, like, I'll, I'll, I leave the room, the bedroom, and then I'll come back and I'm like, it's a game of it's a scavenger hunt. I'm like, where did my toothbrush go? And like, my mom comes in here and just moves a toothbrush. Why would I put a toothbrush in a place that I don't want it? It's like, why would someone? Right. Why would someone say, okay, like, especially the special has started. Hit the button. Done. Right. Walk away from the fucking buttons. Like, I would be right. so mad. Well, here's the thing: is that it was very funny because the guy that did it, he's a he's a comic actually. And a comic did this. Yeah. This guy was trying to fuck you. He owes, or he opens for Norman. His name's Corbin Lamaster. Okay. And so he, uh, he, I think he was trying well, to do. Well, he's just lost. Maybe opening for me. I'd be like, you <laughs> messing around with buttons. Well, I don't. I don't think. I don't. I, think I'm he, mad for you. You're not mad enough. <laughs> but it turned out so good, dude. It's like right. so authentic and so genuine. It's like it's kind of those moments when you tape when you when something happens and you're like. Dude, you can't, you couldn't produce that that well. And so right. it's like, I'm all about being like very genuine and, and being in the moment with people. And I feel like when things like that happen, it shows, it separates you from being somebody that like people watch stuff on YouTube and right. Instagram and it's hyper edited. It's edited so much. And it's like, maybe just you're if we just put out something that's genuine. You're going to get to see behind the curtain. So everyone go to Justin Smith's YouTube page. You can see the lights turn out. Um, go to. Yeah. Well, there's more to it than that. I don't want to just, just. No, it's a hilarious special. Justin's so funny. At Justin Smith Comedy. Everyone go follow on Instagram the specials on his YouTube page, youtube.com slash Justin Smith Comedy. Go get involved. Get involved with Justin's stuff. It's going to be all over my uh, social media today with this episode. Let's get to the complaints. You ready? Let's do it. I love a complaint. I uh, love it. Hit the music, Shelby. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared, 
has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Okay, here's my complaint. Yesterday, I fly into Boca. Um, if you want to hear, I had a very special celebrity sighting on my... I was on the plane, and I saw Vanilla Ice. And nice. I, I talk about that on my... If you go on Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed, I talk about you know the, taping the special and seeing Vanilla Ice. So if you want to go check that out, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. So I get out of... Uh, I... I West Palm Beach International Airport to me is one of the best airports in the country. It's small enough that you can get in and out six minutes. You could be at your gate. I love it. If you're a Delta flyer, you should fly into Palm Beach and not Fort Lauderdale. I think it's a better airport. They've already started. But here's the thing. We like things the way we like it. And then people start tinkering. You can tell the world is coming towards the West Palm Beach Airport because now instead of getting an Uber, you used to be able to walk out, walk out the, the gate, go through uh, the, the you know the, the the security check, and within ten steps you could walk into your Uber. Now they have you pick up your Uber at the departures, so you have to go upstairs to where oh, you would no. go for the departures. You have to go to the outside. Um, Ring. You have to go to the outside curb to pick up your the, where the buses are. Where the buses are. So fine. Uh, okay. So, the, but you can see that's not my complaint. But this is where you can see there are, the the wheels are already turning. We gotta move the Uber. That's that's the first step towards it becoming in a parking lot after taking a bus to go get your Uber. So I know that's coming, but that's not my complaint. I go to get I my mean, Uber. Just go, just having to go up and uh, like, here's the thing is like, it happened in LaGuardia one time, but right. like I check bags because I'm a big dude. So like, you know, how you can do carry on. I have mm -hmm. to like four of your shirts folded is one of mine. So right. my, I have to check bags. And so to go, to have to do that, to go up an escalator with two check bags, you know, sometimes I've almost fallen and broken my neck. Like, right. That's a fat guy's nightmare because you just – on an escalator, it's like I'm, I'm always afraid that I'm just going to keep spinning forever until well, I like – Even worse, they don't have an escalator that goes up. So you have to get – to get to the departures floor, you either have to wait for the elevator or take the stairs. I took the stairs, so I'm already a little out of breath. It's bad. Okay, so I get to the outside curb, and I'm waiting. The car pulls up. I go to grab the – the car door, the you know the the uh, the handle. Right. I I gr touch the handle, it rips off of the door. Okay. <sighs> I'm like, oh my god! And it, it literally it comes off in pieces. Like it looked like it shatters. You know, it basically shattered. It looked like the Incredible Hulk grabbed the door and it just popped off. And it wasn't one piece. It was like in pieces. It was like in shards. It was as if I was so strong that I crushed everything around it. So uh, and and they're on the ground. So I start picking up the pieces, and then Does the it guy. Feel good? Do you feel good in that moment, though? No, I feel like I have to deal with this now because I'm looking at the driver. I have to now knock on the window, and I look at him. I go, "Hey," and I hold up one of the pieces. <laughs> So he looks at me and he does like it. His reaction didn't match how it should have been. His reaction should have been what? Like, oh, my God. Instead, it was anger. And I was like, wait a minute. You like this wasn't. I would understand anger if I went to his windshield wiper and started ripping at it because he'd be like, right. why are you touching my windshield wiper? You know, like, why are you being and especially a windshield wiper is like delicate. Why? Are you, if I was right. lifting the windshield wiper in a way that was too strong, I would understand. I would go, wait, why are you fucking with my windshield? This was you're the handle. Touching, yeah, yeah you're, not, you're touching something that's designed to be touched. 
Right. So the idea that the handle would rip off, that I would do anything different than I have done or you have done to open a door for a car your whole lives is insane. So when he was immediately angry, there's also a language barrier. He does, you can tell he doesn't speak English. Right. So I'm just taking like facial cues. So I, he gets out of the car. He's mad. I go, I'm sorry, man. Felt like it had been already kind of torn off, to tell you the right. truth. And he doesn't speak English. So he's going, he's just mad. Like, he's right. just hearing me sing a song at that point. Like, I, you know, there's no... <laughs> and I go... It's like listening and, to a Bad Bunny song, basically. Right. That's a, Yeah, the way I like Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny could be like, I broke your fucking handle. I'm sorry. I wouldn't know. I'd be like, this is a great tune. So this guy... He, he starts picking up the shards. There were more shards on the ground. He starts taking it out of my hand. I go, I guess I'll get in the other door. So I go in the other side, and he's just like, what the fuck, man? Oh. And then the rest of the ride, and I get in the car. I go, hey, I'm, I'm really sorry about that. It felt like it was off already. And he right. doesn't really like acknowledge me. He turns up this Jesus music really loud. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's it. Two hours later, I get an email. You've gotten a $150 damage charge. Oh. And. Bro. You go, come on. Now I got to deal with it. That's And it's not that like, listen, I'm going to, I was like, I'm going to dispute this. I'm, I, I'm angry at this guy because he's not really, his door was obviously broken before, whether he knew or not. Um, there's more chance that he knew it was broken already right. and he was going to blame it on the next guy than there was a chance that he had no idea because it came off so easily. Do you think that it's – was it his car, his personal car? I don't know. was he know. renting it? I have no idea. And that's probably another issue upon issues. But I go to dispute it on the Lyft app. And it's a wild goose chase. You start going through this maze to try and figure out what, who I got to go to uh, my my past rides. I hit, you know, what's your issue? It gives you three categories. Are any of these your issue? No, I need more categories. I just want how in, on earth? Because Lyft sends me an email every time I take a ride. They send me an email and they go, your ride is done. How on earth it doesn't have one button that says dispute charge that I can go directly to email and send my email? How is that? Why do I have to go to the app and then through door number one and then I guess it didn't work out? Back to the beginning again. Why is this? In a world where I am paying for a service. So you have to allow for people to dispute that your service wasn't done correctly. And they don't do it. It's not evil, easy. It's not simple. It's all automated. It's not, there's no human being. And it's all to make a world where we don't have to pay anyone to work. So they probably, and, and like literally at the end of this national treasure treasure map that I get to one human being who can talk to me, I'm not even at that person yet. I'm still at the beginning. I still need to dispute this. I still, I just imagine you telling the first person, like you have all this anger and then somebody asked you how your trip was, and you have to tell somebody that you saw vanilla ice, but you have the door handle anger in you. So you're like, I saw vanilla ice. Like, you're like, right. that's, that's how you. But I'm, fact, if somebody. If somebody not even vanilla from, ice can make me feel better from this. <laughs> as somebody that grew up, like, my dad was like a pool hustler. Like, I grew up in pool halls a lot when I was a kid. And to me, the first thing that I thought when you said it was, uh, this like you're getting hustled right the door handle was broken and it came off too easily every week or every whatever whenever he does this like he restructures that car handle and every week or so because they're not asking what happened they're just saying there's a damage the vehicle charge they're not looking into it right you're right anybody that anybody that breaks the handle if they're not you know if they're not a savage they feel guilty about it Right. And and you do say I'm sorry right away. Right, right. Let's let's get to your complaint. Hold on. Before we get to your complaint, we're sponsored sorry. by PayPal Honey. 
We love online shopping for the holidays, but it's happened to all of us. You're shopping online, your cart is full, you're about to hit buy, and then you see that the empty box asking, do you have a promo code? Ooh, there's nothing worse. Thanks to Honey, searching for coupon codes this holiday season is a thing of the past. It supports over 30,000 stores online, ranging from tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. I love Honey. I love that you get to the end of the process, and I have I have it on my computer, I have it on my phone, and all of a sudden it just goes beep, boop, pop, boop, boop, and it calculates and goes and searches. So you never feel like you're missing out. Imagine your holiday shopping for, on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears. All you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for the coupons it can find. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. I love Honey. You will, too. I never go shopping without it. You can add Honey to your iPhone, too. Just enable it on Safari, and you, and you can find savings on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on holiday deals. By getting it, you're doing yourself a solid and supporting the podcast. I never recommend something I don't use. Get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash JTrain. That's joinhoney.com slash JTrain. Okay, Justin, let's hear your complaint. Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, one of my biggest complaints is that anytime I go to like a, I like I like going to movies a lot, and when I go to see a movie, I want to make it an event. Right. That's my whole thing. So I always go uh, to the theaters with the big chairs. You know, the move up and down. Well, and that's the thing. The movie industry had to catch up, had to be better than our houses. So now right. they got the big chairs. There's like, you know, 3D, big screen. Yeah. Well, now even what's great about being in, in like I said, I live in Nashville now. So the 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 uh, Nashville white girl experience has kind of flushed over me. So there's this uh, big trend. There's this big trend in Nashville now where uh, you take a blanket with you to the movie theater. Okay. Like it's like a whole, it's like a whole thing. I, 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 I made the same. I don't like this. I don't like I any, I don't same. like honey. Yeah. I don't like home shit, uh, you know, at <laughs> movie theaters or airplanes. I, when I see someone with their pillow, I want to throw up all over them. This is, when they're a little too comfortable. I understand. Mm. I was the same way. And then I was like, you know what? Cause I'm in this mode now where I'm like, you know, instead of complaining about something, I'm going to, I'm going to try it. Right. And I brought the blanket, and I mean, covering up, whatever. I'm not ever cold, but the side effect of eating popcorn, because when I eat, I don't take three kernels. I no. shovel. Right. I shovel. And so now I don't have to worry about getting anything on my shirts because I get I buy, like, nice, you know, nice T-shirts, mm-hmm. and I don't have to worry about any butter getting on my stuff. Oh, dude, it's the best. So you have a blanket. It's like wearing a poncho for yeah, yeah. the popcorn. And I just and I just shake it off. I just shake it off. It's like a like a horse trough. But I, I kind of like when, I like when I go to the movies and I eat popcorn and a little bit gets in my crotch because when I finish the popcorn, I go, oh, and then I go, wait a minute, got some crotch popcorn. There it is. That's right. Have and a it's warm. That. And it's warm, ready to go. But here's the only bad part about going to theaters like this is sometimes. Uh, they whoever designed this had to be a hundred pounds, right? Because they put on the side where the handle is, they put uh, a heater. There's a seat heater, and if you're any, if you if you're moving around at all, or if you if you're on a date and you got a girl and you're trying to get her arm, or you're trying to hang out, you're trying to lean over, the chances of you hitting that heat button. I know exactly. So hot. So I so this and you is don't the even pro- know you, you you don't even know you hit it. Just all right. of a sudden you're in the middle of a movie and you're like, No, no, no. I no. This, sweating. You don't want a surprise heater. You don't want a surprise seat heater. You don't want the buttons on some of these chairs, whether it's the heater or the up down, 
are on the inside of the arm. My parents have a, have a chair like that in the house. It's on the inside of the arm. And the worst part is, again, you don't want the heater to sneak up on you. You're like, oh, my God, did I shit my pants? You And you don't want – sometimes you'll get the up-down, the recline at the perfect yep. spot – and then you go to shift, and then it changes on you. And you go, fuck, yep. I lost my spot. Yep, all gone. All the work you did they, to make it perfect is gone. The buttons should be on top of – no, not on top of the armrest, because then you lose the armrest. It should be in front of you on a kiosk screen, on a screen in front of the seat. It shouldn't be on the seat to be touched by anything. That's the problem. This should be away from the seat. Or how about an app? You open up your phone. See, I'll get to you know. I'll, I'll I'll do the recline and the heat from my phone. See, I love that. That's that was my idea. Is that you have a you go into an AMC, you sit in a chair, they give you a QR code. Imagine this. Imagine the breakthrough this would be. You go in, right. you get your perfect designation, perfect heat, temperature, whatever it is, and you scan it, and then your chair goes to your thing and it stays there until right. you tell it to leave. And and then every time you come back to the theater, you have an account set up. You just hit the button, put it to you, and it remembers it. It get you know, so you you 100%. get the seat. It's already there. I mean, what are these people doing? We know we just came up with it in two fucking seconds. They can't do this. J Train Podcast mean, at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Justin Smith. Go follow at Justin Smith Comedy right now. The special is called Coronation. Hilarious. You're going to love it. We are sponsored. Brain health, like our physical health, is a daily challenge and lifelong commitment. You don't just work out once and expect to be swole. When it comes to your brain, daily lifestyle choices can help your overall brain and cognitive health. Taking that first step towards better cognition and improved brain health is easy with first person. Made with functional mushrooms, first person supplements stimulate the body's natural production of triggers that help improve energy, mood, and sleep. I... I, I I have the 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 moonlight. I like the moonlight. I take it before bed. I feel helped. I feel better. My my sleep has been better, especially as I was leading towards taping the special. I wasn't drinking alcohol. I was like, ooh, this really I really felt good. First person uses a hundred percent grain free organic mushroom source from best in class vendors. And that moonlight one is great. Start improving your brain health and cognition with first person. Get 15, 15% off your first order by going to getfirstperson.com and use code JTRAIN. That's G-E-T-F-I-R-S-T-P-E-R-S-O-N.com. Code JTRAIN for 15% off your first order. Getfirstperson.com. Code JTRAIN. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Let's get to the emails. You ready? I'm ready. I'm so ready. Oh, man. The emails today are so good. Luxury Lounge. Family vacation. Okay, maybe they're going to Branson. I have a family vacation problem that I know only the luxury lounge can solve. My family is going to Palm Springs in February. I come from a privileged family. My parents, along with my husband and I, all make above average salaries. However, my brother is somewhat of a wild card. He moved to, let's just call it, another large Canadian city last year and doesn't make much money. He's a bit lost in what he wants to do, but borders on annoying because he can't seem to get it together, all while having all the resources and opportunities and education. My parents have cut him off. However, they still pay for him to come to family vacations. My dad is trying to book a large Airbnb for Palm Springs instead of us all staying at a hotel. I know he is sick of paying thousands of dollars for hotel rooms for my brother to come see the come to the see for my brother to come to these holidays. But we work really hard and enjoy taking nice holidays. Is it bitchy of me to say I want to stay in a hotel and not the Airbnb? We also pay for ha our our half or and or always pay for our hotel and other vacation expenses. Maybe my brother should face the consequences of not working towards a living wage and not get get to come on vacation. Please help, as I am very conflicted about this. And thank you for what you do. What do you think? So they're going on vacation and they got to stay in an Airbnb because you got this. You got this dead weight of a brother hanging on. I mean, here's the thing. I and this is this may I may be a little bit different than most people. I like an Airbnb, especially on a family vacation. You do love an Airbnb. I, 
I do. I love it very much. I love the, I don't know what I'm going to get. Mm. I love the idea of like, cause it's kind of like New York where it's like you walk out your front door and you may know where you're going to go, what your day is going to look like, but it doesn't matter what your plans are. It's going to be something different. Mm. And it's a family vacation is supposed to be crazy. You're making memories for life. Like that's the whole thing. Right. And that's, I, you are looking on the bright side of this because I do agree with you. The, Christmas vacation aspect of this, the Griswold, the Griswoldification of your vacation. You do get the most memories from the weirdest experiences. So with this family in one big house, it does lead to, um, you know, fun and games, so to speak like that. You know, there's going to be things to be remembered from that more than a hotel where everyone goes off to their different rooms. Everyone kind of splits up. This makes it so you have to eat breakfast together. You have to run into each other in the hallway. You have to kind of have that awkwardness of the, who's going to use the shower first, but that's what this person's complaining about. They're like, I don't want these fucking memories with this person. This and the brother is the re in their mind, in this person's mind, we would be at a hotel if my brother would just get his shit together. And that's annoying (laughs) because I agree with them because they're going, it's like, it's just this one thing. It's like, dude, we're all doing it. We're all going to work every day. We all fucking hate life. We want a good vacation. And now we have to have a lesser vacation because you can't get off the weed and get a fucking job. <laughs> it's like the dude in the fraternity that's bringing the GPA down. Right. <laughs> right. If we just didn't have this one zero point zero. I mean, sure, he's fun at parties, but I mean, come on, man. Like, you're, 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 you're killing us. That's the other thing. It's like this guy isn't even good at parties. Like, I'm sure this brother makes everything a little awkward. Like, everyone wants to talk. You know, like, when it is a little bit, it becomes a little, and I'm sure maybe the brother's younger and trying to figure stuff out. We all go through that phase. Like, don't get me wrong. Everyone goes through that phase where you are the dead weight. So you give someone some grace. You kind of allow it for a while. But I'm sure this person is like, when is this going to end? I want to be at a fucking Marriott and not using someone's old towels. I mean, it, if nothing else, if being in New York, uh, Grand Pooba said it best, when you see your brother down, pick him up because you never know when you might be the next one stuck. Wow, that's a good point. I So maybe that's what we do. Maybe this vacation, we start talking, if I'm this person, we start talking to the brother. What's the plan? What's going on? And we stay in the land of positivity. So that, you know, like, Hey, let's start getting this guy pumped up for the new year. What's right. your plan? What's what are we? What are the prospects? Are we looking for jobs? Or do you do you have an idea of what the next thing you want to do? Have you thought of going back to school? Like I would rather the money. You know, this family where the, the money's going to like when you when they're like he's been cut off, but you can come on vacation. <laughs> like I, it's kind of the parents' fault too. Like he's not really gonna feel that. He's still getting all the goods. Right. If I'm the family, I'm like, hey. How about he doesn't come on vacation, but this money goes towards a secondary education or towards like grad school? Right. I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, you never really know when somebody will find inspiration. Like I went to, I went to college to do something uh, completely different than what I'm doing now. Right. I'm more happy now. Look, but You're a pastor. But yeah. I was going to be a preacher and then now a I preacher. do this. And so uh, it's just kind of like, you never really know. And I've gone through moments, like even during uh, the lockdown, during COVID, I was sitting at home in Oklahoma and I was like, I don't, do I have a, do I kind of do, what do I do? And right. it inspired this whole hour that I just did. Right. So you like, you, so you, you can never know when somebody's going to become inspired. Like, that's the thing. So I would say to this dude, I would say, you know, maybe, maybe being around you, maybe doing it like, you never know when inspiration is going to hit. So right. I would say just continue to encourage. I think that's the, I agree. Continue to encourage. And also, discourage your parents this is i think encourage him because to me the more annoying thing is the mom being like oh that's just robert and it's like stop saying that's just robert we should be at a marriott j train podcast at juma.com j train podcast at juma.com we're here with justin smith at justin smith comedy the special is called coronation it's on youtube 
right, right now. Pause this right now. Hit it, make it your favorites or subscribe. And also, if you watch it, like it, comment, let them know you yeah. came from the J Train podcast. Luxury Lounge, stop liking my texts. Jared, thanks for the amazing opportunity to complain without being reprimanded. My complaint is about the reaction feature for iPhone text messages. Because of a laundry list of issues I've had with my iPhone in the past, I am now one of those peasants with an Android. Whenever I'm texting someone that has an iPhone, I am constantly notified that the person liked or loved my text message. A couple of people I text daily feel the need to do this for every damn message. It's very annoying to be notified as if I have a text to check only to find out that all they did was react to it. I would rather just read my text messages and not respond than burden me with the pointless messages every time you like my text. The fact that every iPhone user has a vendetta against Android users is why I'm <laughs> complaining about this one on here. This is brought up to the uh, iPhone. If this is brought up to iPhone people, they just say, get an iPhone then. So please, for the love of God, do not give me that same response. Well, the, I, I will not. I, I agree. Well, I, I listen, I'm kind of there with their complaint. The reaction text. I like giving the reaction text because right. it puts a, 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 a top on things. It, 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 it's kind of a period on the sentence. I agree with why it's being, I know why these people are using it. They are doing it for right. themselves. They're trying to put a lid on the conversation, so to speak. Like, heart, love it, goodbye. Thumbs up, see you there, goodbye. Right. Exclamation point. Don't really have much to say to that, but good for you. You know, like, you know, I get it. Uh, but I'm uh, Android or no Android, I agree with this person you do still get a notification that says you have a text and you're like, that's not equal to a text. No. Well, that's just, what's so funny is hearing this frustration. I was recently texting with a famous comedian. Okay. Who uh, has an Android. Okay. Uh, and, and I, and I, and we were talking like almost like daily, like just kind of hang, like it was like, it was like we were having fun. And then out of nowhere, uh, it just stopped and i was like oh my god like what happened like what did this did i do something wrong like you're sitting there like right. you're thinking of all the things you like you know you go how you analyze everything you're like yeah what i say wrong good. that seems good That's, that feels fine you know and then i realized just hearing that i go oh my gosh i liked and i loved different things that they said and i go oh if they have an android that is so annoying Right. Well, that's the thing. You don't know from your th from an iPhone perspective, we don't know how annoying we're being. And I think right, right. because what they get on their end, they don't just get like, again, we do get a little number in the corner of our text box and you open up going like a right. gift going, well, what's it going to be? And then it's just a sweater. You know, it's like it's right. not <laughs> it's not a toy. It's not like the new message that's going to take you to the next. But Jared, place. doesn't it doesn't it when you say something sentimental? And you like you say something like nice or like mm. poignant or something that that really comes from like within you. Like you you pull you pull all that comic aside and you put something out there. Just a one sentence text that just like it means something to you. You're maybe a little emotional, and then that person replies back with a heart on it. It just it feels like so much better than than just anything anything else. That heart means I think means a lot. Like no, emotion. the heart, it, it is actually insane that the heart, when I get a heart reaction, I feel loved and good. When Isn't I that get crazy? It's crazy. And I feel the exact opposite with a thumbs up. It is, <laughs> if it's a thumbs up, it is as if you have spit on my family's grave. And it is such a crazy thing because the heart doesn't mean that much. It doesn't mean I love you, but it's a nice thing. But I guess it's just the thought because you do have the choice. You get to go, do I go heart or do I go thumbs up? And when the choice right. is made, you get you know when you make that choice, you're not trying to be too heartsy. So you went a little thumbsy. So I, I, so you're, that's what the, you know, that's why you feel good when you get the heart. Cause you know, thought has been put into your own hearts. I would say to this person, 
I totally agree with their complaint because I do feel it from our end. If I go to my text and I see a one there and I'm like, ooh, who texted me? And it's a thumbs up to something I said a week ago. I'm like, what am I doing on this phone now? You've brought right. me back to, you know, it's like having a cigarette when you didn't need to have it. You're like, I could have, you know, looked at this at a later date. I'll, I'll, put, I'll put it to you this. I think there's a worse thing for an Android user because the Android user will never have the experience of having a notification of something pulled from you. Like I've been in a thread with another comic. I think it was Gary Veter. We were in a mm. thread with a bunch of comics and Gary laughed at something and then he took his laugh away and I got a notification saying that Gary Veter has unlaughed at your text. You get that really? Nothing, there is nothing that is more <laughs> traumatizing that will just destroy your life and your soul. Uh, like, this is what I do to feed myself. And then there's nothing just like, nope, I'm taking it away. I'm taking it back. I'm then, taking this laugh back. You're never getting it back ever again. And then you get another notification. It's like Gary Veter has thumbs down your his initial <laughs> That's thing. even not even his worst. He took it away. He robbed it. me of my laugh. <laughs> Awesome. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Justin Smith at Justin Smith comedy luxury lounge silent Uber Jared love the pods listen to so much of them you've started to become the narrating voice in my head anyway writing to you from the back of a silent Uber on a Saturday night and listen I hate a chatty Uber as much as the next person but let me introduce you to the second worst option a no music, no podcast, no nothing, just you and a guy in silence Uber ride. It's the opposite of what I need when I'm Ubering to social engagements, first dates, etc. A little buzz and trying to pump myself up to be a fun person, ver- fun version of myself. Instead, I'm left alone with my thoughts for 20 minutes in a silent car. I'm a millennial, so I'm too afraid to ask them to turn on music. But come on, what kind of a person enjoys driving in silence with strangers for hours? Tell me I'm not alone. Sincerely buzzed and thinking too deeply. What do you think, Justin Smith? <laughs> I mean, I, I understand. Uh, I, I will say there's a, it's a little bit on him uh, because you should have your AirPods in your pocket at all times. Right. You got to – AirPods have become – it's keys, wallet, phone, AirPods. Like I am, exactly. I'm at that point with AirPods. And I'm, and I'm new to AirPods, but once I got them, I was like, oh, okay, I, see, I understand now. You saw the I light. I apologize to everybody else. That right. It is – such a pleasure. And the problem with AirPods is, you know, they are not attached to anything. So you become a little precious. So, like, I get in the – here's my thing. I get in the Uber, AirPod out. Hi, Jared. They say, hey, how are you? Good. And then it's – and then I hold it, the AirPod to the sky. I say, we are going away now. And I put it in my ear. <laughs> You give him, but, you do a little one guardian Leviosa and just and right. put it back <laughs> and shut up, you, shut up uh, your mouth. Uh, and then I like, put so, it in my so mouth. What you're saying is my you're, you're just like, uh, uh, what's, oh God, what's his name? And from Seinfeld, uh, the short, the short dude, like when he's trying to tip, he makes sure that, that he gets George. the scene. George. Yeah. Yeah. So when George is trying to do the tip and the guy right. can't see it. So what you're doing is you're ensuring that you're I'm seeing. showing AirPods is- shown back in the air. You go to your music. I'll go to my music. I agree with the emailer. They need to. I want my Uber to have a life. I want my Uber driver <laughs> to have their own thing. I want. I don't want to feel guilty of this whole thing. The idea that they you come in, it's silent. It's like it, you don't want to have to be like, hey, you don't. You don't want to be the boss man. You don't want to be right. like, hey. Uh, hey, take a kick your feet up, have, put on your music, and then like just have something on, have something on. I listen if it's classical, I like that. You know, you're like, oh, maybe this is like, you know, Goodwill Hunting. They're, you know, th- this is what they're doing until you know to get through Harvard. You know, I right. like, I like feeling good about the uber purchase and knowing that the person who's driving the uber is having a good experience too they should put on music i think this should be on the app on the app it says whether you like being talked to or not how about what station i like hip-hop and r&b i like 
top 40s. I like classical. You should be able to set up the whole thing on the app. Right. I think you, I, think, I don't I think you can't can you not do that now? You I thought can't. you could. You might be able to. I, I I think there was a moment where you could put on music, but I I think it just needs to be more in your face. Like you should request and then after request music, temperature, talking. I can tell you this, uh, that dude is just not picking up Ubers in interesting parts of town. Right. Because like when I lived in, uh, I lived in Washington Heights here mm-hmm. for many years and I never had a problem, uh, with Uber drivers having music and have, like, it, like there was no like, Hey, do you like this music? It was like, no, 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 this is the music. This we're listening is it. To. And right. so if you want to go downtown, I'm taking uptown with me. Like, you're like, it's like a whole thing. Right. Had, but I'll tell you the, the worst Uber interaction I ever had. I had an awkward one one time where uh, I had a it was it was uh, on the app. It said that your your uh, Uber driver is deaf. I've had that. I so I, I understand sign language, so I can communicate. So uh, like I mean, I enough to have a conversation, and so I get in the car and I I wave to him like kind of like a sign language wave. It's kind of how you initiate it. Mm. And he kind of like looked at me and I go, and I go, hi. And then I, and I give the sign for Jay and I go to do you. I'm finger spelling my name. And he looks at me and goes, what are you doing? (laughs) And I go, what it says. And I go, I go, are you not deaf? And he goes, no, where would you, where do you get that? And I go, it says in your profile, you're deaf. He goes, ah, I just push your buttons. Go. Oh, like, that means like, you didn't want to talk to people. That that was the Uber driver trying not to talk to people. That's crazy. <laughs> that was like I was like, bro, because I've had I've had a death right. Uber driver before. No, and but I've it it, it, tell, it tells you, and then that's the thing. That person did that because they didn't want to talk to us as much as we didn't want to talk to them. That was his version of earpod yeah. in. <laughs> We're sponsored, people. J Train Pocket, sponsored by Solo Stove. Looking to get warm around a fire this holiday season? Let Solo Stove uh, uh, be your portable fireplace no matter where the holidays take you. And during Solo Stove's holiday event sale, you can get a great deal on a Solo Stove fire pit. I love the Solo Stove because it extends your home. During this time of year, it's getting darker earlier. It's getting colder. You're spending more time in the house on that one spot on the couch that's a little bit, you know, a little bit worn in because you sit in the same spot every time. What Solo Stove does, it gives you a piece of your yard that you're not using and it makes it usable. It takes your deck and makes it a nighttime fun thing with friends. It takes your rooftop. It takes your 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 camping trip to another level, and it allows you to do things during seasons you may not have done them. Having a beer outside in the cold, you know, when you're you know as part of a party where the inside works into the outside, that's a fun night. Upgrade your backyard with Solo Stove Fire Pit. It creates story-worthy moments without the fireside fumes. Solo stoves are constructed using beautiful stainless steel, specifically designed to regulate airflow and burn more efficiently. It's the perfect catalyst for getting outside and spending more time with family and friends. Solo Stove Fire Pits are engineered to be easy to use and are built to last. Lights with a few minutes of starter. Your fire is blazing in minutes. They're so confident you'll love it. They offer a lifetime warranty and 30-day free return policy. Let the gifting begin. Shop Solo Stove's holiday event sale for a huge site-wide savings. Get $10 off with promo code JTRAIN and a lifetime warranty and free 30-day returns. Get an extra $10 off holiday deals at solostove.com. Promo code JTRAIN. Here with Justin Smith, coronation. Go ahead. Can I say one thing about that that product? Please. Because like I, you do lots of podcasts, you hear lots of ads. I will say one thing about them is like that product is is very. I've I've seen them like, and I love being outside in fire pits and stuff. The solo stove is not bulky at all. Like it's like very because right. like I I love fire pits, but I can't say how many times I've busted a knee or caught my foot on. Like it's like it's like it's kind of like borderline dangerous. Uh, the, yeah, these and, are and usable. That's not, These are usable. These fit into your life. They're really good. Luxury Lounge, insanely obnoxious dryer. 
Feather Feather, my boyfriend and I saw you in Royal Oak, Michigan, and it was a great show. Thanks for bringing the funnies to Michigan. Thank you. Now to my complaint. My boyfriend and I recently moved into the nicest house we've ever had together. It's amazing. Newly renovated. Backyard for our dog, etc. Add a solo stove in that backyard. But... <laughs> Our dryer has the most obnoxious end-of-cycle signal that I've ever heard. It's so long and loud that it makes me want to murder whoever designed this machine. The worst part is there is no option to turn on this off without having to open up the dryer and detach wires internally. I mean, I'm very grateful to have my own washer and dryer in a beautiful laundry room, but this is insane. Signed, livid in the laundry room. I wish we could hear it. What do you think of this? I mean, I, it's somebody that uh, I, I got my mom a uh, washer and dryer uh, not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And I do understand the little sailor. There's like a weird sailor tune. Mm. that it, It's the only way I can describe it. So I understand what they're saying and what they're going through. And I do understand it feels so unnecessary. So right. unnecessary. Because you like... Because, I mean, the old dryers, they had that, uh, like, that loud, like, buzzer sound. Right. And you're like, man, we could do better than that. And it's like, you somehow did worse. Here's here's the most annoying part. It's the connection of the sound with I have to do something. Right. Because the sound triggers your body. This is like, you. we are all animals. We have to remember that. We are animals. So certain sounds... The more they get connected to I have to do stuff, the more you hate the sound. So when you hear that loud bing, 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 whatever the sound is, that is the single for, oh, shit, I got to fold laundry. No right. one likes folding laundry. It is a task on the calendar that you don't want to have to do. And this noise just reminds you I got shit to do. It's like when you hear someone and their phone ring is your alarm and you want oh. to murder them cuz you're like yes. you're like why would you ever choose huh 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 as your ring why would you do that to other people you know that's our alarm why would you make it your phone ring are you trying right. to anger people yeah it's and also the worst part about folding laundry is you have you're on the clock it's like right. a draft pick if you don't right. if you don't make your pick within 10 minutes you just have to redo the you have to restart the dryer. That's right. You know, hey, I gotta get these folded before they get too cold and then they're wrinkled. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Justin Smith. Luxury lounge. At Justin Smith, the the go watch the special. It's called Coronation on his YouTube right now. Uh Luxury Lounge. Goodwill a view from the inside. Papa JT listening to the Luxury Lounge, and there was a complaint about a Goodwill line being too long, and that is insane. The Goodwill pre-sorting in front of you. Oh, and that isn't, hold on. Did I read that wrong? Listening to the Luxury Lounge, and there was a complaint about a Goodwill line being too long, and then they said dash, and that is insane. Okay, Uh, the Goodwill pre-sorting in front of you. Okay, so, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we had a complaint in the past. It was Goodwill. You bring it, and they would, in front of you, sorting the clothes that they would take and not take. Right, okay. And there was a long line because all these people. And my my response was, you should just be able to drop it off, and that shouldn't be something you have to see. Right. When I was in high school and university, I would volunteer at a local secondhand shop, and people would donate the most disgusting bags of stuff. Bodily fluids, dead animals, you name it, we probably saw it. Dead animals, that's crazy. So we wore gloves whenever opening a bag. We had a washer and dryer for things that were nice, but maybe a little dirty, and a dumpster for things that were uh, too far gone. Yes, we had to pay for the dumpster to be emptied. Yes, people realized giving us their trash was cheaper than them throwing it out. But the amount of people who did that wasn't that high. The organization also had to deal with another guy who would buy fabric. It had to be cleaned, but it could be stained and ripped, and he would buy. He would somehow recycle the fabric. So if we couldn't sell the clothes in the store, we sold it to the fabric guy. The only thing we would pre-screen for was things we had to pay special to the dump. 
uh, TVs, computer, literal hazardous waste. But if, uh, but if it could go in our dumpster, sometimes it went straight to the dumpster once you were out of the lot, but we at least made you feel better. Hope this helps as a perspective. The Goodwill needs to do better, uh, needs to do better good. Well, I, I think what they're doing is they're updating us. This is from a little while ago, um, but they're saying that it, pre-sorting is kind of crazy. It's not a, there shouldn't be a line. Right. Well, I think I think you I think everybody deserves to feel good. Right. And everybody deserves to to tr- to try to make an attempt to do something good. Right. So you should not be poor shamed. Like I'm not and I'm not a big shaming person, but if you if your clothes are not good, you shouldn't be shamed for trying to donate and help somebody else. Right. It, it is- that you're trying to do good. The intent we should we should be clapping you to the finish line. We shouldn't right. be pointing at the clock, being like it took you six hours to do the marathon. No, that's that kind of is the difference between these two things. You get to the goodwill, they should be it should be um, you know celebrate. You know they should be playing right. the music. You should be dancing down the aisle, throwing your. But this person who's worked there, they're saying that this uh, uh, honestly, you know the. Honestly, the big complaint I would have from this is that Goodwill, I don't think they if 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 religious places can get tax exemptions, shouldn't Goodwill get some sort of exemption for their dumpster fees? I mean, you would think so. I think I feel like I feel like we need a uh, a takeover of Goodwill. I feel like the people that run Chick-fil-A should probably take over Goodwill. You <laughs> right. know how efficient that place would be? Yeah. I mean, un- it's crazy. Let's do one more. Are you ready, Justin? Uh, dude, I'm always ready, man. We can go at, for days. I'm good. At, at Justin Smith Comedy, go follow right now. The special's fantastic. It's called Coronation. You can watch it on YouTube right now. If you're watching this uh, podcast on YouTube, just head on over to Justin Smith Comedy. It's right there. Right there. Luxury Lounge, a gravestone decoration for Halloween in the radiology department of a hospital. Oh, my God. Jared and venerable guest, longtime listener, all the feathers. My complaint is about some of the Halloween decorations at local hospitals, radiology department. I'm fine with the cute witches and spiders. Uh, I'm I'm fine with the cute witches and spider webs and cartoonish ghosts, but I think a certain part of the display went too far. There were three styrofoam gravestones at the base of one of the walls, and next to them on the floor were three black garbage bags draped over some mysterious lumpy material, suggesting freshly dug graves. I like (laughs) celebrating Halloween as much as the next gal, but I think a waiting room that many cancer patients and their families pass through every day is not the place for a crafty recreation uh, a crafty recreation of a cemetery. Your thoughts? This is horrible. See, I go the opposite way with. It. I think that I think people that are in that mode mm. have the best sense of like when you're when you're that close to when you're like not that you're going to die, right? But when you're when you're in when you're in death's neighborhood, <laughs> you you got to be like, hey man, none of this matters. It doesn't, I, like, I, that's that's a healthy person complaint. Here's that's a here's runs a- marathon complaint. Here's the thing. I agree with you, but I think we get told, you know, as comedians, we get told like the person who had to deal with something really hard. That example comes to us. Like we always have, like you've had this, I've had this. There's no question. All comics have this where someone will come up to you and tell you what they're going through and it's horrible and it's something you can't imagine and it's something you wouldn't wish on anyone and then they tell you that your comedy is what helped them get through and take their mind off of it. And then you talk with that person and it's always the greatest pleasure in the world. It's like the coolest part about doing this. It's actually the most surprising part about doing comedy. I really didn't think of that as a kind of an option on the bingo card, but right. we, but those people but I, are, I, I will agree. say, I will say that the, 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 the reason he's, he should be upset is if you're going to drop a house payment on something, you expect it to be a little bit more professional. What? And the, that's like, the, if you're, if you're, if you're uh, in radiology. a radiology, if you're getting a CAT scan or an MRI or whatever it is. Right. And you're dropping 10, 15, 20 grand on this process. Yeah, you want professionalism. 
I don't want a fun house. So, yeah, like, I well, but this is this is exactly the point. Like for every one person that comes up to us and is like, "I love dark humor because I've been in a dark place." There's right. also people there that are just going to get their fucking radiology appointment done. <laughs> and it's like, I don't need to walk in and see like a gravestone reminding me that death is around the corner. I don't need, you know, during Halloween, isn't this fun? It's like, no, this isn't fun. I want to get in and out. I don't want to have to step over a dead carcass of a witch, you know, to get to right. my CAT scan. Like, I mean, it's like, let's have... I mean- let this happen how, other places. I'll go to a haunted house. I don't need a haunted house to come to me. I mean, how fun? How how much fun would it be though if you're if you're waiting for an MRI and that tray comes out and there's just a skeleton in there already? Like, oh, this is the last guy. Like, I mean, right. it's, I mean, it's that's I fun. Go, I guess I go both ways. I go both ways. You pull so. out the MRI and the 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 skeleton pops up, <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, what the fuck was that? And it's like. Yeah, I guess that's fun. I don't know. I, I A gravestone to me, there's a line and it's very gray. I don't want the rest in peace. I don't want to see rest in peace at, right. at any hospital. I don't want to. Don't even bring it up. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. Justin Smith, thank you for coming on. Fantastic per usual. Bro, thank you so much, man. It's dude, it's so crazy that we're, we're going to drop specials in the same amount of time. Mine's out. Uh, yours is coming soon. It's and we coming. have the same director for both of them. Same director, same homeless pimp. The guy who's just just did mine, uh, just did Justin's. You'll see how talented homeless pimp is, but more importantly, how talented Justin Smith is. His special's fantastic. He's hilarious at Justin Smith Comedy. Go on YouTube, youtube.com slash Justin Smith Comedy. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. Keep sending your emails. We'll be back next week. Boom.